Everybody, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. Episode 83 is here, and I hope you're all staying safe, well, and positive. Yes, the band that you've just heard there was Break Loose from Dublin, and ironically enough, the song is called Dublin Days. Break Loose are a hard rock alternative band, and I want to give a big shout out to Alex on vocals, Rob on guitar, Owen on bass, and Dan on drums. The single will be out officially and available everywhere on the 31st of July, the day this show is going out. So be sure to check them out on Spotify, iTunes, etc. The band are very active as well on their social media sites. So congratulations on the new release, lads, and hopefully they'll be playing sooner rather than later in Dublin. Okay, on to the main part of the show, which is the interview with Strangers With Guns. I talked to Jeff on vocals and guitar and Ricky on bass. And we were also joined by Danielle of the Metal Cell Forums. So enjoy the interview. Here it is. Hello, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. I'm delighted to welcome Strangers With Guns. We have Jeff, guitar and vocals, and Ricky, bass and vocals as well. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Danielle from the Metal Cell Forums. Great having you, lads. Cheers. Thank you. Great to be here. Yeah, it's been a while, actually. We were supposed to meet up in Cork. Was it maybe last year for Conjuring Fate? Or was it this year? I can't remember. Yeah, now, no, whenever their album was launched, was, I think it was September last year, was it? Yeah, I, t- I think it was last year, as far as I know. And uh, no, it was definitely last year. I just can't remember when. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, they should have swept the boards with that album. Yeah, they really did. What was the Cranium? What's the second name? The Cranium Radio Titanium. Show? Cranium Titanium. Cranium Titanium, yeah. yeah. I think um, we came 19th. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> were, were you in for the album? Of course you would have been, yeah. Degenerate Art. Yeah, I think we came 12th or something, but the, one of them became 19th. I was just happy to hear your name on a radio show. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you have a new EP coming out, is that right, lads, or what's the crack with it? Yeah, I guess we're calling it EP. Okay, and um, (laughs) is it called Disenfranchised Fetus, or have you changed the name since? No, that's it. I think we're sticking with that, yeah. (laughs) Disenfranchised Fetus it is. 
<laughs> so it was now, we, we, we not even born. We can kind of go into that in the minute. I'm just going to play um, one of my favorite songs off it, and it's an exclusive, and it's Cants. <laughs> Great title, actually. So in, um, you don't want to hear the alternative title. Go on. Was that the one, Jeff, with the, the Spotify title, or was that the other one? No, no, that wasn't that one. Not that one. All right, forget it. <laughs> this was always Cants. Oh. All right, this was always called Cants. Sorry. <laughs>
was your impression of that? Um, I thought it was absolutely class. I was walking to work and I was listening to it and I was pure like, yeah. Attitude. I, like pure class. Like I was like, oh, I'm pure nearly had the sunglasses <laughs> on walking on the streets. It's savage. The riffs class and uh, it's really well produced. Rick? Yeah. Nice holiday music. Yeah. It, it just get, it <laughs> actually gets it better is. every time I it's, hear it. Oh, she is really appreciative. It that. does. Yeah. Like yeah. sunny, happy music. It's really, really good. Um, definitely something I think that will um, will get the crowd going as well. It'd be great opener even. Yeah. Um, live as well. Mm. Ah, cheers. Great choice for an opening yeah. song. Cheers. So well done, lads. Cheers. Cheers. Have we even played it live yet? Nope. Jeff, we only like rehearsed the voice before we went in to record it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think you said to me, Jeff, that Cool, Calm and Collected would have been the one that I would have enjoyed more, but no, I think can't. It's a great name. Should there be a you in there? Are you just doing an Aussie on it, like? Uh, put a you in there. We get demonetized. <laughs> well, you don't yeah. have to put the explicit thing in the toilet if it's cans. <laughs> that's, a, that's a classic. Um, but yeah, there's lovely change in the end as well. Oh, great. Uh, cheers, appreciate that. Do you want to talk about first of all the CP? Um, how it came about. Did you work with Mick Richards on it? Yeah, we did. We've done all that stuff with Michael Track Richards. Mix. Yeah, Big shout out to shout out Mick Richards. Yeah. He's, the, he's the man. Yeah, he's a good man. He knows his yeah. stuff. I really does. But that isn't the single. The single is Somebody Needs a Hug. Yeah, we just thought it'd be more accessible. Yeah. Well, it is the most accessible track on the EP, in my opinion, anyway. <laughs> is that a good thing? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> from, a, from a kind of heavier metal point of view yeah we were literally saying that like metal, more heavy more metal people are not going to really enjoy this it's obvious that you're going to be yeah. going for a, a bigger catchment with somebody needs yeah. a hug definitely so that's my opinion danielle yeah. what do you think yeah i agree all right um it's definitely the most accessible and i suppose it kind of depends where you want to go and what kind of I suppose it doesn't really matter who you want to appeal to it's who whatever you think works best um yeah, I, we'd, like to, I, we'd like to think we're Grove Rock anyway, so that, that works, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, the song's a bit of a Grove Rock. Well, it, like, it is catchy, yeah. yeah. It is. And it was stuck in my head Same. as well afterwards, <laughs> so it's probably a good idea for a single to have the one that's really going to like just stick in your head the whole time. So um, Yeah, I think so. if you're going to be really clever with that, it needs a really good video with it. Have you? Are you working on that? Oh, we're working on the video, yeah. We've already we have our, our, our man it. <laughs> It's done, is it? Yeah, if we shot it and all, we have our man in house, El Hasho Lorenzo, working on it. I as love we the speak. title. That's our El drummer's Hasho name. Well, that's that's <laughs> the name of the that's the name of our, the drummer and ed, uh, video editor, El Hasho Lorenzo. <laughs> Paul, in other words. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Paul, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul's his Paul's middle name. His full name is uh, El, El Paul Hasho Lorenzo. <laughs> And that is coming out. Is that coming out the thirty first? Is it lads? Or when is it coming uh, out? The thirtieth. The thirtieth. Okay. But uh, yeah, that's the dilemma we've always had about um, you know, where do we want to go? Do we want to try and because we've had a couple of songs played on like national radio and they're not going to play cunts on it <laughs> or cans? No. Sorry, you watch yeah. it. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's kind of a dilemma we always kind of have about which song to release or. Definitely. I hope it just doesn't turn like metal people off as if they hear that they're like, I'm not listening to that EP now. <laughs> well, again, if you're as I said, look, if you do a good YouTube video with it. The title even you don't need too much imagination to put yeah. a good video with that if you're clever and, and make it funny as well you know so i'm trying to second guess you here <laughs> as i said he worked with mick he always brings it to the table like you're happy with him yeah he's great um yeah it's like the way it sounds now isn't the way every time i've recorded him 
I've gone in and because I'm only starting to use GarageBand, so I always record it and then sit on it for a while, and then we go back in and tweak everything. But we're delighted with how that sounds, delighted with how the album sounded as well. Oh, like even if you hear the thing on the vocal and the chorus and cans, like that was just you know him using his own initiative to let it kind of stretch it out and all. So mm. he does add a lot of uh, little touches in. Like, what is the waiting period? We wouldn't know. What is the waiting period to work with Mick Richards? Is he um, difficult to get? Like, you can't just ring him and go, make two weeks' time. No. Uh, no, you definitely can't. Yeah. Um, last time I was in with him, because it was just after, like, you start taking bookings again during COVID. So just, like, the second day, I think it was, we were a second clients in or something, and he said he was booked up till September, and that was mid-June or so. Okay. Okay. You have to wait. <laughs> that the production is great and all the songs. Thanks for giving them to us as well, lads. Much appreciated. Well, thanks yeah. for listening. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. For anybody that doesn't know about Strangers with Guns, uh, how was the band formed? Just the gum triad. The gum triad. Jesus. Okay. But I've been on it for about four years. Look, it was just time and like time is everything in music. And uh, the drummer and El Hasha responded to it. And I don't know, Rick, if you want to tell the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, me and uh, El Hasha were in a band before. And that all kind of fell apart just at the right time. It was like that, that fell apart. And then we were like, he found Jeff off Gumtree and he was like, oh, stall it because, you know, we also need a bass player. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll give it a go. And it worked out. So yeah, all time and really. It took me four years. All right. Yeah. So four years in the making, really. You were just doing your own solo oh. stuff, Jeff, or were you in and out of other bands? No, I was just like, I was being putting up bads for the bones of four years <laughs> to try and get the right bands to mix together. So, like, I'd imagine because you're in Dublin, you wouldn't be caught for choices anyway, would you? No, um, and really, can't it? You think so, but I, it's kind of, I think like air mu- music isn't really, I like, I don't even know what to label it, but uh, the songs I had up at the time, like, I don't think anybody wants to hear if it is grunge and anybody who's really cared about what grunge was or something. I don't know, like, it's forgotten way do we are now, but uh, I think. The gen art you probably classify as the grunge album. And what about your influences then? How did they come into the band? Um, my influences, like the biggest one's actually Megadeth. So I don't think you can hear that at all. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose when I wrote this, most like uh, the recent stuff, I was listening to a lot of acid baths. Maybe you can hear a bit of that. Danielle is the expert there. Yeah, I can hear a bit of acid baths. I'm a big, big fan of acid baths. Um, I can hear a bit of... Yeah, Melvins Melvin in there. Yeah, I love the Melvins um, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm hearing Melvins. therapy as well. I never I listened to them. I've never listened to them either. Never listened. Yeah. Really? I've, I've heard Jesus. that about four times now, yeah. People have compared you to therapy before, yeah? Yeah, and no, I hadn't really listened to them. I think I've heard people say helmet and I've never heard helmet either. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Now the age gap is showing. <laughs> Fucking hell. I know one, like, one helmet song. Yeah. But I heard you last week saying you liked uh, Leonard Cohen. Yeah. I, a, I got ideas... I got ideas for uh, like, you know the song "A Thousand Kisses Deep." Oh yeah. Well, in Kill Count Collect, I couldn't for the verse. I could only come up with uh, "A Thousand Kisses Deep" is based on a poem, like a, I think it was a French poet did it, and uh, I just I still remember that poet. I hadn't read it in years, but anytime I was playing the verse and trying to come up with lyrics or a melody, it was always that poem, and then I just like twisted it and made it like weird and dark, but. It's, it's the same kind of lions that are in it. <laughs> Jeez, that's mad. Oh, so, Leonard Cohen. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah Leonard a... Cohen is like, you have to park Leonard Cohen right through your 30s, in my opinion, and then get into <laughs> him later on. Because you'll appreciate it more. I couldn't listen to Leonard Cohen in my 20s or 30s. I just, no. Oh, I love him. Tom Waits and stuff as well. 
I'm more into fast trash stuff back in the day. So you, you just wouldn't sit down and listen to a guy drearily moving along, but I can appreciate him <laughs> now completely. You know, he's, he's good. So listen to the, I'll be listening to the four tops now. Like. <laughs> oh yeah. Everything gets played in my house, my man. Every, everything. <laughs> so where do you think strangers with guns fit in the scene at the moment then lads? Have you got a foot in both metal and grunge alternative metal or alternative rock or else we don't have a do we get or else we don't have a foot anywhere because we're being both um yeah we played on a lot of punk builds they've kind of embraced us that's strange yeah. Renick's deep in the punk scene so we get to all the punk gigs. okay well yeah it's it's a weird one because i kind of feel like um i don't know if, if we're too in the middle that we have to kind of make a decision to go one way or the other because we didn't be applied for the metal to the masses and we didn't get into that. And I was like, are we not metal enough for that? Or what happened there? Mm. <laughs> Just for the, there's like 60 bands in it or something. There's some bands that can kind of get away with lurking with both, you know. I think you're one of them, especially with the new EP anyway. What do you think, Danielle? Yeah, I think you go down well, like playing with God alone. Um, yes. Keep with God alone. I think he's really appealed to that uh, crowd. Um, actually, I would love to hear it say that. He was only mentioning we should give uh, God alone a shout out, so yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's another band that support that were on one time I seen with upon them. Was it Messing or something like that? I'm probably making the names of how I pronounce their names, but they were really interesting. Actually, they all wore Hawaiian shirts on stage as well. Um, I changed. Oh, so, come in pieces. Yeah, to, yeah. Um, <laughs> as well, don't they? Yeah, we come in pieces would be good yeah. too. Yeah. So there's there's definitely, I, I can definitely see fitting in the metal scene. No hassle. Mm. Um, we played with the Dirty Casuals, yeah, them on, on oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. and Steiner and POC. We were on a bit with the three of them. Shout out to Jim there, Dirty Casuals. Yeah, they're actually, there's a good alternative scene down in Cork. Like, it's not all metal. How do you feel about Cork audiences in general, lads? Um, do you like coming down? We played in Cork once and uh, it was a bit of a disaster, <laughs> really. Uh, we we got there, we were there, Matt, early on, and our set still got cut short for some reason and... Uh, yeah, it was a bit just a bit of a unsavory experience. But we played in Cork before with old bands, and it was always good crack. And you know, shout out to Audible Joes yeah. from Cork; they're good, yeah. they're sound. But uh, the the only time Stranger with Guns ever played in Cork, it was just not great. There was no one even there, like watching us around. Was that was that conjuring? Go back that gig. Give it a second chance. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was yeah, that one. Yeah. Absolute bunch of cans. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, yeah, that sounds about that. Now it's yeah. not <laughs> <laughs> You see, that, no, no, you don't see, say that. with Conjuring Fate, now that'd be old school metal, so I can't understand, you know, why you were put with them, you know. I don't think that audience would, would appeal to Stranger with Guns at all. Yeah. So that was a strange support slot. I wouldn't be disheartened over that. Oh, we'll be going back to Cork. We'll definitely go back to Cork. Definitely. I was yeah, down in Cork sure for music Cork because I was always coming to all the industry events because I'd love to make like a living out of music so I try and like uh, network and do all that stuff I had a great time <laughs> at that <laughs> and where was that El Jeff can you remember uh, it was everywhere it was um, it's the Metropole Hotel big hotel down there yeah Yeah. so there was like functions on every day and then you just kind of like I don't know how they make any money for it I know M- MCD pays a bit, like gives about 60 grand to it but you mm. kind of just drink all day and then talk to like people that are in the industry. Yeah. It's good though. The main event was in um what's the biggest venue in Cork that I've gone blank on? <laughs> the Opera House, is it? No, no, what, what's Cypress Avenue, yeah. It was oh, all on, yeah. A lot of it was on there, yeah. The new one or the old one? Whatever was there last April. Hmm. It looked quite impressive, new... so I'd imagine it was new. 
Yeah, Shermanlet was 2019, wasn't it? Um, that was held there. So yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. So that was probably oh, yeah, one of the yeah. first things that was on there, I'd said, and Jeff, the songs, oh. anyway. How'd you come up with the name, lads? Um, it's band name. Band name. It's all, Jeff. Uh, it was just a misheard song lyric. <laughs> I get a lot of ideas like that. Like Please. We all suffer that. Go on. Uh, there's a Queens of the Stone Age song, I think I, I think I Lost My Headache. I don't know if you know that, but I, I only heard it once. And do you know when you're trying to remember a song that you've only heard once, but you know you liked it? And I could remember the melody, but uh, I just kind of put in my own words, and Strangers of Guns was the one. I think he actually just says, you know why, and I somehow heard Strangers of Guns. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Is there another band out there with that, Dan? Have you researched it? No, we've looked. We've looked. There There's Strangers with Candy. Okay, that's... Okay. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and we also have Strangers With Guns with a Z on Facebook as well, just in case anyone tries to yeah, steal nice. it. <laughs> nice. Did you see that Drought changed her name? Nice. A band called Drought from Dublin. Doom, black metal, death metal band. How would you pronounce that? Is it Frost? Yeah, Frost? I was wondering. Yeah. Because it certainly yeah. isn't Frost. It's <laughs> in Drought. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. Fraught, I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. The band that were on your show two episodes ago, was that Correct, true? yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, just drama that uh, an Italian band released an album in relation to their only releasing two songs, so they had to change it. All right. It's a great it was name. a great name, yeah. Uh, there's a couple <laughs> of bands, actually, I've tried to find, like Irish bands, and I typed their name into Spotify, and there's just a list, and I go, I'm never going to find this. Yeah. Yeah. The first album, Jeff, we'll go back to that. Was that mainly written by you? Yeah, like even the the song Lawyers of Omission goes back like uh, 10 years nearly. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, no, I kind of even stopped playing guitar for a couple of years. And then when I started again, I just kind of started writing bits and pieces, which is the only reason I started a band was because whenever you have songs, you kind of want to put them out into the world. And that's kind of how that all started. It was over the course of the about yeah, eight, nine years, all those songs were written. Really? Jesus. Yeah. Were they more or less driven by the riffs you wrote and then the lyrics? What way do you work that way? Do you lyrics first or riffs first? Uh, it's always the, like I've come, I've written lyrics like uh, the morning of recordings. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, so I have the melody in my head and I can just kind of, it's almost like a rap thing where I can just, I was just write verse after verse after verse after verse and then take like the best three or four. Okay. The artwork's really cool as well. Your artwork is kind of unique. Oh, that. cheers. That's, that's actually, yeah. Uh, I work in the National Gallery, and when I started working there, the exhibition that was on was uh, Emil Nolde. He was a German painter, and uh, I just got it off that. <laughs> Very good. But uh, as far as I know, he's dead and has no living relatives. <laughs> so you <he> can't. <laughs> so, yeah. They nice. may just be watching this. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would be shit luck, wouldn't it? Uh, <laughs> so what are the advantages or disadvantages of being a Dublin band, lads? Ricky? Uh, well, there's plenty of rehearsal spaces, plenty of uh, venues as well. Disadvantages, it's not that great. The scene isn't that great, really. Like, no. um, could, could be a lot better. But... I don't know. I do feel like this, this, uh, I was reading an interview with uh, Mike Skinner out of the streets. And yeah, you're saying so. the, di- the difference between music now and 20 years ago is there's just so many bands and so getting attention and then holding on to attention is just so hard and there's so many bands in Dublin that it's kind of like you do feel a bit lost in the mix like even trying to keep track of everyone I probably know more bands from like Cork and Limerick than I do uh, 
you seem that like seems to be a better metal scene down there than the Rizzo pair. It's punk is quite prevalent up here, and indie rock as well. Yeah, like I was, I was gonna say there, I could hear the Dublin accent really coming out in the songs, which is cool, because you hear like British bands like Arctic Monkeys, for example, that really like drive their accent through mm. through the music, and I could hear that um, in in years as well, and I thought that was really cool. It's nice to have that kind of um, almost kind of like a familiarity, I suppose, for an Irish person to be like, oh. These guys are actually where I'm mm. from. You know? Cheers. Is that from the, the EP or the album? Because I feel like I did it more on the EP. Was, yeah, it was from, it was definitely very prevalent in like a Cool Cam Collective. Um, it was very prevalent in that. I thought it was pretty cool. Because I remember revocaling that song. And, uh, I was just in a bad mood on the day. And so that's probably where that's more prevalent. <laughs> <laughs> Indie music kind of rules the rooster. Like. Still. Yeah, forever. <laughs> Fucking hell. I was up there for nine years and that was always the case, yeah. Indie bands always got preferential treatment, even for gigs and stuff, Wheelands, all those places. Yeah, we played Wheelands before, yeah. It was all right. Like, we got, it's a great venue. Got a pretty good uh, crowd for it, considering, you know, considering we're like a metal band. But are you, though? Oh, <laughs> 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 are we? Oh, oh. <laughs> we, we used to call ourselves a post-emo. <laughs> oh, fucking emo. Are you kidding me? Post-emo. Jesus Christ. I want to talk as well about that Sabotage video, the Beastie Boys cover. Um, the video itself with the lads doing all the dances. Where'd you get that or how did that come, come about? <laughs> That's another uh, did you see it, Daniel? creation of El Hasho. No, I haven't. Oh, okay. He yeah. went on to Fiverr. Did you ever hear of Fiverr.com? Yeah. You just, you just go on that and you can hire anyone to do he, anything he for you. So, yeah. He just went on. I was like, anything. oh, look, these lads will just dance for any music video for like 30 euros. So let's just do that. Like, I was like, yeah, do it. It was a Fiverr for 30 seconds and the song's three minutes. So it's, what, so was it six Fivers? Was that the way it worked, was it? What country was it? You'd have to ask him. <laughs> but fine, I'm not, that's really not my... Uh, Adamant in the band, I kind of just like Brennick's quite like nifty and ridicky and that kind of stuff, and so okay. I kind of just well, that's good. That you, need, you need a guy to do that as well. And how did you get into music, Ricky? How did I get into music? Uh, oh, I guess about when I started playing music, really, I guess about five years ago, I joined uh, kind of the first band to start gigging, and that was doing well for a little while. Kind of me and Rennick were in that El Hasho, as I keep uh, calling them. We were in that band together. You don't want to name it, do you? <laughs> well, no, the old band where we called Kiss My Acid. I don't know if you ever heard of us. Kind of did all right for a no. bit. No. Was it, was it punk or what kind of? Yeah, punk music. Was yeah. Okay. And, and were you always playing bass, Ricky? Yeah, I always play bass. Yeah. As well? I always play bass. Yeah. Okay. I play guitar and I play drums a bit as well, but uh, mainly just bass. But yeah, that band was all right. It was a bit of crack for a while, but I just kind of fell apart and then. Jump straight into this, but yeah, I guess I was started learning to play bass when I was seventeen, and then I just took it from there. So I'm playing. Jesus, you were late enough coming into. Yeah, late enough, like so. But I'm 27 now, so 10 years now at it. So I'm doing okay, I think. Yeah, are you finger or plectrum? Uh, tr- plec mainly, but I'm trying to do a bit more finger style now that I'm getting a little bit better at it. You know, I was trying mm. to learn the Trooper by Iron Maiden. You know that song? Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Try to do that with <laughs> fingers though. It's, it's tricky enough though. Wow. Coordination yeah. there. And Jeff, you always play guitar, yeah? Um, from an early age or had you another instrument? Um, no, actually, I always wanted to, well, I didn't always want to guitar. My dad actually kind of pushed it on me, but uh, 
I remember like for a birthday present, I walked into the room and he was there with like a bass. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like he, he knew the difference. He was just like, ah, everyone's a guitarist, there's a bass. So I actually went from bass to guitar. Uh, how old were you then? Um, 16 or 17 as well. Okay. But I always wonder him because I think a lot of time when you hear a guitarist playing bass, he sounds like a guitarist playing bass. So I was wondering if I sound like a bass player playing guitar. <laughs> I often wonder that as well. You know, Pavel, yeah, he's a bit ten ton sog as a bassist, but he's a great guitarist with Z-Ren. Who's the other band? Suitsair. with Suitsair yeah. as well, bro. Oh, yeah. Is he on bass with Suitsair? So long since I've seen him. Um, I think he's, I think he's on bass yeah. with Suitsair. Yeah, he's a genius anyway. Yeah, I think Shout so. Shout out to Pavel. Absolutely. With your stuff, Jeff, it's spoken more than sung. I enjoy it, right? Um, how do you feel about it yourself? Is there a conflict with you sometimes over different songs? Or who do you bounce the idea off? Or do you just decide yourself? Um, I just can't sing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this mess is kind of what it is. And um, I know you're a Henry Rollins fan, so I was like, maybe I'll try some stuff like that. But I can't do his level of shit yeah, either. Rollins. But uh, I've tried to get singers and they didn't. So it was kind of that's like the thing. Um, I don't know. I was reading about Jerry Cantrell saying, like, just do it yourself. And I know Mustang did that as well. So I just went, I'll go for it. And yeah. Hopefully it's all right. But I mean, I think it's unique. I, I, I'd actually stay at it that way, the spoken word. Because I mean, I love uh, George Thorogood and the Destroyers. I don't know if you ever hear him. Pat Bone. Yeah, he speaks. Oh, I know that's yeah, he yeah, speaks yeah. more than he sings and um whipping boy from Dublin as well. Oh yeah, I know that. Yeah, we don't need anybody else. I mean, just one of the all time yeah, yeah. classics. He fucking certainly isn't singing in that. And and then Ricky adds that dynamic of he can do the shouting really good, but neither of us can sing. <laughs> <laughs> you can sing, Jeff. I've heard you sing the all time. You can do it. You can hit those high notes. <laughs> in the shower. <laughs> don't mention showers. <laughs> don't mention showers. <laughs> no, <laughs> No. <laughs> Every time. Every time. That in the van. Yeah. Showers yeah. and vans. Huh? Is there a story here we're missing yeah. out on? No. That's a running joke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gigging wise, then, I know you were on Clang. That's now postponed till September. Jesus, I don't know what that even go ahead with it. The Wild Duck is the first venue I can think of that was supposed to be having gigs again. The Wild and Duck. They, they great name. Double. Where's that? Uh, it's around Temple Street. Bar. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think they were the first venue in the country that were going to be having a live gig again because it was getting a lot of publicity. The Bullpoints were going to play there. And um, yeah, that even got postponed. So I can't see anything happening at all. Not the way things are yeah. going. Um, whereas Dublin, you probably have a larger array of venues for kind of different acts mm. of music. So I think you have a better chance anyway. Yeah, right. There's a lot of news today about uh, driving, like the driving gigs are supposed to be going ahead and they're after getting stopped as well. What are what are so, driving uh, gigs? Oh, really? I don't the even know. I just seen the tweets. How that worked out, really? Is it like the driving cinema? Like, yeah, it must be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, I got the van for that one. Mosh Grace Jones, pull up to my bumper, baby. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you were saying there, Jeff, that you did look for a singer, but like then... That, how's that going to affect the dynamic of the band? You know, you're, you're, this guy's going to have to come in and yeah, kind of that, yeah. get on with all of you straight away. That's what's deterred us really from getting anyone else in, really. We just got Mick Pyro. He can just do the one song with us. That's it. Like, <laughs> about that. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, are you fans of them? I am oh, yeah, a big fan. Really, yeah. I love the Republic of Loose. The Irish music nearly begins and ends when they stopped. <laughs> are they finished now? Uh, they stopped in 2013 or okay. so. They used to stay on a sound kind of. 
he plays, he, but he was playing about four or five nights a week. But uh, yeah, I felt like that's, I think we got like on 2FM and ITFM, but it was just through having him on the album. <laughs> yeah, it all yeah. works. It doesn't matter, man. Every band, I think most bands should do it, should do a collaboration, you know, just to. Oh, we'd love to do more. Yeah. I think that's. Anyone's out there interested? I, I think that's probably one of the downsides of the scene, Daniel, is there's not enough collaborations between bands. What, in the in the metal scene yeah that's true i know zero mm. do a lot of collabs um not so much for people in the irish metal scene more so outside of it but it's definitely something that's not at done all. here at the rest all. of nation um, the rest of nation we're doing aren't they yeah but again we're on about kind of more established metal bands you know oh yeah yeah it just doesn't happen which is a shame we were saying there that we'd love to see rowan out of 10 tons slug sing with drought for one song why not I can think of a few others, yeah. which would be great That'd as be well. Really cool. I think Worn Out and Baylor do a little bit of that. Um, I think does Xander from yes. Worn Out yeah. one of the Baylor's yeah. tunes. It's pretty cool. I really yeah. like that one. Irish. I'd love to see someone like your band there, so. no Grey Stag, collaborate with another person as well. I think it's there. And I think people would be open to it as well, but it's, it's just for some reason doesn't happen no, well the song we got Mick on they kind of do you know the way if you write a certain song you go this needs a singer on it okay like it was yeah. that sort of song like there is a mix of that somewhere with just the Jeff vocal where is that that's not online though is it no I burned it <laughs> you burned it yeah <laughs> people say they prefer that version yeah but that's you <laughs> no not me I don't prefer that version <laughs> the reason I would like a singer is I think kind of if you want to be great I don't I can't I don't think you can be like you know top of the top level if you don't have like all the best songs ever recorded with great singers on them so that's why I would like one just for that option like do you find it hard being a front man and a guitarist at the same time Jeff a little bit actually there's no hiding on that stage you know you're just there with the guitar in front of the mic but you just feel a bit handcuffed like so sometimes you'll be playing a riff and you kind of want to go off and then you're like oh, I have to start singing again mm. it always catches me off and like the the song the problem is you because it's a really hypnotic riff and then i'm like oh shit i'm after missing something <laughs> you failed to come in is it yeah sometimes but then i even get the verses backwards or something but uh i think like i do think it's a better aesthetic for like uh just a front man to just solely concentrate on being a front man like um rollins and that sort of thing like I don't know like Lane Stadium and all I just think it's a better aesthetic maybe. yeah I don't know you are a three piece just Fair have guest vocalists anyway. come on this is easy you know? we're gonna get uh, Freeman from Sweet Tang and Freeman he's doing a collab with us isn't he <laughs> is he <laughs> I think he might might he's I done Lucky King with us before didn't he and yeah. we had uh, do you know, do you know uh, Lord Reverend Mongo Jones yeah. and the co-hanger yeah, solution yeah. yeah he came up on stage with us and did Monkey King uh once I think, uh, but I think he, he did, did it great. He was great. He actually did a great job. Jesus. Yeah, if we ever to get anyone just for that song. Be him. So gigwise, are you based mainly in Dublin? Then are you kind of trying to break out and move up and down the country? I played like uh, the north a bit, like Donegal and uh, Banger. Was somewhere else. Banger. That was it. Yeah, and Wexford and Waterford. Mm. Am I where anywhere? Waterford's else? actually probably the best place we played. They've been like um, they've all been paid gigs in Waterford. <laughs> Yeah, that was good crack, yeah. Was that in the dive store record thing? Uh, yeah, and they're, they're going the out of business store. now. Oh, no, before that, um, Metal Man's Bar in Waterford, we played there. Metal Man's, yeah, that was good crack. Yeah, Waterford is a strange one. We don't really know much about it, to be truthful. <laughs> you know, is there a scene there? I know there is. I know personally three yeah. or four lads that are into it from Waterford, but is there a scene down there? I think a band like Strangers with Guns definitely 
would appeal to a lot of a lot yeah. of heads down there, you know. There's Viking promotions. I know a guy called Eddie used to run it, but he's sort of stepping away. But when we played in Metalman's, it was like their closing night, so the place was absolutely packed out. So I don't know how great a representative that is of what's normal. Would you get guys coming up to you then going, oh, can you do a cover of this? Can you play that? You get that more in Fibbers because there's about four different pubs. Free bird! Ah. <laughs> bird. <laughs> We've had that a few times. It's like Duran Duran we get as well. Play Duran <laughs> Probably Rio with the dress. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> so obviously the stage outfit is key um, for you there. It definitely makes you stand out. Is that a regular occurrence? Every gig except for the first one. But it's only to get people to like look at you twice. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like, uh, sometimes you go when you see like oh, there's four lads playing rock music and be like, wait a minute. You might just get like a second look. That's, and that's all you need really is that second look, isn't it? <laughs> well, what, what, well, what does it look from behind, Ricky? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I try not to look too much over them. Get a bit uncomfortable. But yeah. The lads want me to get a new outfit though. Uh, I can understand that too. I don't have something... You don't want to overuse it, you know? I remember running in a full grass skirt Hawaiian cocoa cups. <laughs> uh, that's what you need, yeah. <laughs> Jeff, that's what's missing is the, the coconut yeah. bra, yeah. It was a, I heard you on the episode with Jim, you were talking about that, that you used to wear all kind of all sorts. Yeah, I know. This was running across a swimming pool with one of those floating, floating platforms. <laughs> and of course... Uh, yeah, a few whiskeys and I'm anybody's really. So that was it, man. I grabbed <laughs> coconuts and I took off like a bullet right across. I made it halfway, actually. It was really good. Then just into the <laughs> pool. Yeah. God. Before camera phones? Uh, no, actually, it is caught on camera. It was caught on camera. You'll never see the light of day. Don't worry about it. There is pictures as well. But um, <laughs> get that on the Instagram page. <laughs> yeah. You just need to upgrade the outfit. Yeah, I come up with some. I've got like, if you see any music video, I've got like, I just buy stupid outfits. I've got Santa outfits and hazmat suits and got everything in the suits. Yeah. <laughs> Do it, man. All good. EPs or albums, lads? You've done one of each. Albums are traditionally, you know, what I'd like to do, but no one's listening to albums these days, really, you know? EPs are more, uh, people are more likely to give an EP a chance, you know? Singles, really, though, because people have such slow attention span, so just one single, just one song, and they'd be like, right, see what you can do with mm. that. I think um, an EP is the best way to go in this scene at the moment, my own mm. opinion. What do you think, Danielle? Yeah, I definitely think so. As, as the lads from Drought were saying as well, it just grabs your attention a bit more. Mm. Um, but then on the other end of the spectrum, we're kind of depends on your genre of music like crows yeah. need an album you know they need they need a big canvas um well guys like yourself i think you're right you get the attention um and three songs and an ep is perfect i think but so the reason kind of depends on the reason for an ep on this one though was i thought all the songs because we've we have another bunch of songs but these ones all blended together perfectly where the next bunch kind of sound like something completely different so it wouldn't on an album it would have looked a bit disjointed that's yeah, fair enough and again your this EP will last you for probably up to Christmas anyway yeah because you do have to stay regular like you have to stay in people's minds somehow yeah <laughs> get on the memes and all that <laughs> well there you go that's another side of it as well I've got Ricky working on the memes on the what? the memes I've got you on the memes Ricky on the memes, I am. I'm making memes now. Memes, just to kind of stay right. Is it stay memes relevant, you know? in Dublin or memes in Cork? <laughs> it's uh, what is it? Yeah, I call them memes. Is it called memes? I've heard people call them maymays. 
I'm making band memes now. <laughs> okay. Just to, Very cool. Just to, just to stay relevant, stay hip, you know. Yeah. Down with the kids. I don't know. You'd wonder <laughs> as well about Facebook that sometimes you put something up and you'd really put a load of effort into it. I find that anyway. And it just fucking dies a death. You don't get to anybody. Mm. And then another t- post then mm. that you couldn't give a shit about. Like, for example, <laughs> I took a picture of, um, I got into the car one day and it was 666 on the petrol gauge, right? And I just went, oh, cool. And just took a picture of it. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, and, and threw it up on Instagram yeah, going, oh, there's, there's a show, the Metal Cell Forums, I think it was, will be on tomorrow night. And it reached fucking thousands of people like and i was just going what the fuck and then you'd stand in front of a camera yeah. and do a clip of you talking about what's coming up and sometimes it would just die got to like yeah. 30 or 40 people yeah, yeah. whereas that particular one i just scratched my head and went what did i do with that that it was quick it was quick and easy and accessible you know <clears throat> that's it it's all timing even if it's a video people are just less inclined to watch it but if it's just one little snapshot yeah. you're like oh look that's it yeah, yeah. So keep going back to the 666. We keep working. Yeah, you just don't know. I'm just wondering, which is a band as well, have you put in a lot of effort into something and it just fucking flopped and you're going to go, what the hell? Uh, On socials. The whole thing, really, yeah. Twitter's a weird one. Twitter, nothing really seems to happen. I just have a Twitter account, but it just automatically goes in there. I can't understand it how you can really promote Twitter. See, that's yeah. the good thing about a band. You you can designate a guy to do that. You do Twitter, I do Facebook. I, like Instagram is my reach, definitely. And then Facebook after that. Instagram's quite handy. Yeah. It's more engaging. But Twitter is just yeah. fucking yeah. faceless. Hashtag everything. Yeah, it feels disjointed, yeah. yeah but it's huge. Like there's there's like, you can really, if you if you master it, you can definitely get get way more viewership or fans but it's just no thanks as a band lads who would you love to get a gig with around ireland maybe first of all name an irish band who we'd love to do a few gigs with that we haven't already gigged i don't mind either are i would love to play with tanton slug yeah (laughs) nice one yeah that'd be a good one yeah yeah great stag renix always like oh we need to play with great stag let's play with great stag you're on the right show there (laughs) yeah yeah definitely and that'd be actually that would work really well that would work really well. It would yeah. work well, yeah. Get on to them. Be like, here, check out Strangers with Guns I'm there. I'm sure they know. They do be making yeah. memes as well, actually, Greystag. They're always making good memes. Good good metal band memes. They're sure. funny, yeah. Dank memes. <laughs> Some dank yeah. memes, yeah. Memes. And uh, Easy Tide uh, some of my favourite bands. We'll play with, play with them, hopefully, again oh, soon. I never heard of them. Who are they? Oh, they're from Navin. They're like fuzzy surf rock. But they're, oh. they're, in my opinion, the best band in Ireland. But... Uh, they don't get the love they deserve. Give them a name shout again. Easy Tide. Easy Tide. I check them out. I like my surf yeah, rock. Yeah, check them out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, check them out. Um, brand new Dead Things. We're playing with them. That's it in uh, the 20th of September. 26th, yeah. 26th, is it? I thought it was the 20th. That's in the Wild Duck as well. If it goes ahead. Or the 20th, sorry, you're right, yeah. Yeah, 26th. brand new Dead Things. They're great. Cool. 26th is when Clang was supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So Jeff, you'd only be happy with 10 tons slug. Anyone else? Ah, uh, no, we're happy to play kind of like anyone, anywhere. We're one of those sort of bands. We actually, I feel really awkward if we're the headliner because like if we're playing with brand new dead things, I, I think they're kind of unreal. And I was like, so we're here, will we open for you? 
it's kind of that thing. But I, I've, I'm happy to play like anyone anywhere, mm. pretty much. What about international bands that are coming in um, to Dublin? You'll always get a few. Viagra Boys, that'd be a good one. We could play with the Viagra Boys. I feel like we could suit them. I'm really showing my age there. You know the them? Are, are they like kind of dance or something? Some no, Swedish. they're like a Swedish kind of alternative metal kind of. Okay. Check out Sports by Viagra Boys. It's a fucking blower. <laughs> it's funny, actually. Therapy were supposed to be playing in September and uh, I got an email and managed them and they said, oh, I'll put you forward for it. But then um, that gig fell apart. So Yeah, that'd be a nice one as well, Therapy. Yeah. They've been around that for so yeah, long. Just anyone. Yeah. What would you suggest, Daniel? I'd say Grey Stag would be a perfect fit there for the lads, wouldn't it? You said God alone, yeah, actually, Grace as well, didn't you? God alone, yeah. Pretty casual yeah, as well. We play with them. We can play with them again, though. Yeah. We need to get you down yeah. to Cork, lads, a bit more, you know? Well, come. Let's do it. And Limerick as well. Like, I mean, why can't you do Galway, Limerick, Cork with, with maybe another band? Yeah, that'd be good. Never, never ever gave them Galway, but yeah, that'd be good to us. Never played Galway, you know? Funny scene there, isn't it, in Galway? Like, it's kind of, it's a bit, they're... Unusual, are they? Yeah, be careful. Yeah, I just don't hear of like regular gigs. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I just don't hear of regular gigs. I suppose, I'm like, yeah, that's that's more so. Belfast more seems to be kind of on fire, but um, oh, what yeah. a great yeah. spot! They listen to anything what up there, a great spot. You've got <laughs> fucking so I'd love to play a few gigs. I'm definitely going back up. I'll, I'll be up there, I'd say, twice. I'd say, um, this side and next. And next year as well, because Elder Jude are doing Cryptid Rift, and there's a bus going up for that. Jesus Christ, all this social distancing now again. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck that's going to work. My head is wrecked from it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I definitely want to get up there before Christmas and afterwards as well. It's a great scene. And anything goes up there. Just punk, fucking alternative rock, metal, everything. Yeah. Who's the big promoter up there? Because I know I've messaged some, but do you know when you message a thousand James people? James Loved it. Lose a few names. Uh, what, what's the company Distortion. though? Is there a company that... Distortion, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been onto them. Just to just to get on their radar, like you just link them. Yeah, music. he's a lovely guy. Lovely looking um, yeah. Yeah, Sky Pilot. There you go. There's another band. You're not too far away from them, sound-wise. What are they called? Sky Pilot. Yeah, actually. Lovely oh, lads. Are they from Ireland? Yeah, yeah, yeah Belfast. Yeah. Sky yeah, check them out. Too. They're a great band. Um, they were on the show actually, so I don't know. You can kind of go back and have a look there. There's an interview with them. It was so funny, man. I was interviewing them up in the bodega. Yeah. I had my back. Now, I did know that there was a hen party on around the corner from it. We were upstairs, so I was forewarned, but I, I didn't realize. And then, and, you know, like, Again, would I have done it again? No, I wouldn't have, but I was really caught for a place to interview a band because another place <laughs> fell by the wayside, so I had to take this. And um, yeah, so the hen was full on, and of course it was coming out on, just, on the mics and everything. I'm just going, Jesus Christ. And then I was trying to interview the lads, and James, out of distortion, was looking, just kept looking away from me as I was talking to him I was going James what's going on because you wouldn't believe this but there's a guy naked <laughs> posing on a stool naked and all these women are painting him <laughs> I would have been an interview oh yeah hey, should have interviewed him but I, I had to have a look afterwards as soon as the interview was over it's this guy with a beard I'd say he was like only 28, 29 pure professional professional naked yeah. man Jesus Christ it's great great work if you can get it 
So what kind of budget <laughs> then are you operating on? Is it all self-finance, lads? Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, that's something I don't even like thinking about. How much money I'm plowing into the van? Like, yeah, you have to do it, man. I kind of try that's to. A- yeah, you really do because I know with labels now they kind of like to see you like almost make it on your own before they're interested in you. <laughs> oh, absolutely, especially in Ireland, anyway. Yeah, so yeah, definitely year one. Like I'm saving for a mortgage now, but year one, I definitely was trying the kitchen sink at it. Mm. But uh, nah, no regrets. No, I mean, give it your best shot. Realistically, as is ninety nine percent of bands won't make it anyway. You know, they're just happy to release their stuff. Full time job. Yeah, well, doing the PR for the band is maybe a full time job. <laughs> the emails and all you have to send. Yeah, you're good at it though. You're getting a lot of traction. Um, you've appeared on a few good few things. Ah, yeah, cheers. Yeah, you do, you do. Like I, I remember before the album launch, like my job, I kind of just have to, you know, stand there. <laughs> That's basically it. Just stand there, make sure nobody rubs paintings. But um, <laughs> but I was I was putting like a solid like forty hours a week just trying to get everyone that might listen to the songs, trying to get it all to yeah. them. But uh, yeah, you want to give your music the best possible mm. chance. Definitely. I mean, look. As I said, that's why I do this show as well, just to try and get as many of you out to more people. Yeah, I owe you a point because yours, especially for this as well, but uh, like the amount of hours from work, I can just throw in an earpiece and just listen to your show really helps <laughs> today's cowboy. Yeah, passes a few hours <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, as I said, look, I do it myself. It's like it is now, literally, it's a part-time job now. This is... Without doubt, the amount of hours I put into it is a part-time job. I've actually got ideas off you because I remember you were talking about the guy in Sound Center. Tommy, Tommy Ty, is yeah. his name, is it? Legend. Yeah, and he was talking about bands going in and leaving their CDs here. And the day after I heard that podcast, I was straight down there to leave him a couple of CDs. <laughs> and he took them. Come on, Jeff. Yeah, well, there was, he wasn't there, but whoever was there took our name and uh, like took our details and we gave him a few CDs. Brilliant. That's great to hear, man. Yeah, so any tips I hear after the show, I'm straight on. <laughs> well, if we get if we get an old grey stag tour, which you can come up and definitely buy myself and Danielle a point dinner for that. A couple. <laughs> so lads, it was hey. great having you on the show. Ah, cheers for having me. I think the new EP, both myself and Danielle have heard it, and thanks for giving it to us again. It's excellent. Thank you. So glad you yeah. enjoy it. So it is going to be released at 30th of August. August. Full EP is out. Artwork, everything done. It is. Oh yeah, it's all done. Yeah. When's the single and video out, Chef? Uh, put me on the spot there. The single's out on the tour yet. Whenever Renick has the video ready, is when that's okay. it. And he'll have it ready. He'll have it ready. So thirtieth. Yeah, put the pressure on him. Oh, he he works great under pressure. El El Hasha. Have to beat it. Okay, lads. Daniel, thanks for <laughs> coming on at short notice. And Jeff and Ricky Fairplay. You can listen to Strangers with Guns and uh, best of luck. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Pleasure talking to you. Please.